Hello everyone and welcome to the NXT Nightcap, recapping the highs and lows from WWE's black and gold brand. I'm your host and humble guide, Kila Cash. Thank you so much for joining me as week three of the Rastas of Topia Network draws to a close. Happy Friday, ladies and gentlemen. You made it through the week. Let's have a celebration. You should be glad that you made it through the week with me. I got you through with recaps of Raw and AEW and now NXT and hopefully tomorrow morning, Friday Night Smackdown on Fox to get you through your weekend as Monday slowly rolls around once again so we can do this thing all over again. Your support means a lot. It emboldens me to do this more, to love it more, to cherish every moment I have holding a mic in my hand and speaking my truth as honestly as I can about the worlds of WWE and AEW. To be honest, truthful and have fun and hope that the shows entertain me every step of the way as you wish for the same. And having an outlet to speak my piece in a safe space where you can come, wind down, relax and leave knowing you learned something that you thought about a perspective that wasn't there before and you wasn't shamed on social media. So the fact that you come here four days a week or maybe once a week to get all your downloads and fixes in, it means a lot. So thank you so much. And as always, if you miss an episode this past week and you need to get caught up just in time for the weekend, NXT TakeOver Portland is coming up on Sunday. You need to wind down a little bit. You need a wrestling refresher and you need that WWE and AEW fix. I got you covered. You can follow all of these episodes via Apple Podcasts, Buzzsprout, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Plus Amazon, Alexa, Spotify, and as of Monday, iHeartRadio. So you can find me in all the places. Search Subtopia in your favorite directory and download, subscribe, and listen at your leisure and convenience. And every episode drops Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday at 6 a.m. sharp. Now, if you're not subscribing, those episodes will download at different times. But if you are, you will immediately get instant access to new episodes first. So be a VIP. Unlike MVP, I'm not going to kick you off the lounge for not being like me. So... I'm decent in that regard. But I do have some breaking news regarding what's gonna happen with TakeOver Portland on Sunday. I will not be doing a live post TakeOver recap show because I learned very quickly I am a human and you are human and I don't wanna burn myself out and I don't wanna burn you out listening to me ad nauseum. I love podcasting, I adore it, but sometimes on this particular Sunday, I wanted to sit back, relax, and enjoy the show as a fan, and I hope that you can do the same. But trust me, I'm not taking a break from podcasting because this is building up to WrestleMania week. By far, the most important week in the WST network because I'm cranking out six shows in a week that is going to be continuous through at least the following SmackDown after WrestleMania. It is going to be bananas, bonkers. It's going to be a bonanza. I'm using all the B words because it's true. So to prep myself, sometimes you need to breathe and take a break and just say, hey, I want to be a fan. One night, chill, be normal, have fun, think in my head what works and doesn't work and save it for the nightcap the following week. So if you can survive one night without me talking, 
you are a champion. You are really, really special. And I need that break myself as well. So, hey, a little absence makes the heart grow fonder for a couple of days so we can all enjoy the show and come back together the following Friday and just have a little, you know, little tea party and discuss what worked. And mostly nothing ever falters on an NXT takeover. I mean, everything is usually perfection. There might be expectations that are high and they're not met exactly, but you rarely, if ever, walk away from a takeover disappointed. So hopefully you can accept this news as well as possible. I'll be back, don't worry, in a couple of days with the Raw Verdict recapping Raw, which has been a very good show as of late, a show I have enjoyed recapping on here. And I will give you your NXT fix next Friday. You know the time and the place, 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on wherever you listen to your podcast. But I just wanted to break the news, be gentle, and not have you stringing along looking for a recap and it's not dropping in your feed accordingly. So forgive me, but I just want to be a fan on Sunday and enjoy the show. But you can follow me on Twitter at LadyWrestlingX. I might tweet about the show in real time to engage you and have a little fun along the way because I love talking during the shows and I'm very active, especially on Mondays and Fridays. So catch me on the Twitter when you have a chance. But right now, it's all about last night's episode of NXT. And I thought that this was a solid go-home show for NXT TakeOver Portland. Now, I'm not going to give you a breakdown of every single segment because this is what you need to know. Matches happened. We had Cameron Grimes versus Johnny Gargano in a very good match. Cameron Grimes lost because Johnny Gargano has bigger fish to fry against Finn Balor at TakeOver Portland. A very good match nonetheless. Very entertaining, excellent professional wrestling between the ropes. Grimes is seriously underrated as a performer. Gargano is always on his game. And I expect him to have a fantastic match against Balor on Sunday, but this was just a nice teaser for what's to come without going completely insane and having things take place mostly in the ring to really show off the technical feats of Gargano and Grimes in a compelling way. We also had Angel Garza versus Leo Rush to determine the number one contender for the NXT Cruiserweight Championship. Another very good match, probably my least favorite of the three they've had on television previously for the Cruiserweight Championship. Their first match, to me, will always be their best match because of the innovation and just the story being told. The second match was built on emotion and fire, which was fantastic. This match, it wasn't meant to steal the show. It wasn't meant to blow your socks off and just give you life. It was meant to give you a taste of what they can do when the title is on the line in a bigger setting. And Leo Rush won the match with a roll-up because Garza got a little bit too cocky when he nailed Leo Rush with a super kick. He had him dead to rights, but he had to be a little bit too arrogant and decided to get him up for the wing clipper, backfired and got rolled up by Rush for the one, two, three. And Rush will go on to face Jordan Devlin for the NXT Cruiserweight Championship next Wednesday on NXT on USA. So that's going to be a great match can't wait different styles and it's going to be a very compelling match to watch is different something we haven't seen before and i'm looking forward to it garza can easily get a shot at the next takeover where he is more befitting of a bigger setting in front of more people since he's getting some of that shine on monday night raw this loss does not hurt him one bit 
The final important match on last night's show was Adam Cole versus Kushida in a non-title match. Now, the outcome was obvious with Cole winning, but the match was very good. It was not the best match they could have done, but once again, when you're promoting a takeover show, it's very important not to give it everything you got three days before the show. You wanna leave a little to the imagination, and I thought both guys did wonderful in this setting. Kushida is incredibly underrated, so good. He targeted Adam Cole's left arm throughout, put in the hoverboard lock, almost made him tap out, but he ate the last shot for the one, two, three, as Cole gained one little piece of momentum heading into his NXT Championship match against Tomasa Ciampa at TakeOver Portland. Ciampa, before the match, cut a passionate promo in the auditorium where he relinquished his NXT Championship a little under a year ago. Triple H was there, he had the neck brace on, was about to have the surgery, and he had to relinquish a title that meant the world to him, that really would have got him to that next level at NXT TakeOver New York against Johnny Gargano to culminate their feud that was ongoing for the past two years. So to see him relive that moment and to fight to come back for NXT Portland to come back ahead of schedule last year to make the impact that he has on NXT television to compete for this championship and the desperation in his eyes. He's willing to do anything to get that title back, to get his life back. That is powerful stuff and he sold it so well and to go back in time and literally go back to the setting where it all took place where his life changed was great storytelling and it was a fantastic way to build anticipation for this match because you don't know where this match is going to go who is going to win there's a lot of question marks heading to take over portland on sunday because you don't know who's going to win what match. There is some idea of who's gonna win the women's championship match or the North American title bout, but the tag team titles, the NXT championship, Gargano versus Finn Balor, Tegan Knox versus Dakota Kai, you don't know how the wind's gonna blow in those matches. And that's a good thing. That unpredictability is great heading into Tampa Bay, the most important takeover of the year. So this was a fine way to build anticipation and hype for what's to come down the road. But I expect this to be a fantastic show on Sunday. There were some vignettes that really grabbed my attention. Mark Henry hyping up the big men. Mark Henry, the Hall of Famer, hyping up Keith Lee and Dominic Dijakovic's match for the NXT North American Championship, highlighting their feats of strength and their agility and what they're gonna bring to the table. And I predicted they're gonna have a show ceiling match. They are going to do everything they have been restricted from doing and just go all out. And it's going to be amazing. I am just ready. My body is ready for whatever it's going to receive from both men this upcoming Sunday in terms of the batshit crazy things they're going to pull off in the ring that big men shouldn't be able to do, but somehow they can defy the laws of gravity and give us a show all at the same time. And for me, the highlight of the show was Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne road tripping to Portland by boat, by car, by plane. I love this. The comedy was so oddball. It was just tremendous. It's sports entertainment. It's something different. It gives NXT that extra sauce to stand out, to hit those demographics that are hard to reach. Matt Riddle is so over as a stoner, lovable face. And Pete Dunne being stone-faced, no selling the jokes and the antics 
is awesome. They work so well together. And this is probably one of my favorite odd couple tag teams of all time. They work so well together. And it wouldn't shock me in the slightest if they beat Kyle Riley and Bobby Fish for the NXT Tag Team Championship on Sunday at TakeOver. And in the back of my mind, I'm always thinking Pete Dunne is gonna turn on Matt Riddle and they would have a fucking incredible match but I'm not ready for that yet. Let that build over the summer and just give us something like take over Boston, you know? So don't pull the trigger so quick, but this was great. And I laughed out loud. I think I haven't laughed so hard since that Jericho mockumentary on AEW a few months ago when he was mocking Cody Rose leading up to their AEW championship match. I laughed uproariously when Triple H was walking towards plane and Dunn and Riddle were stowaways in the um, boot with the trophy. I howled with laughter. That was just a wonderful, beautiful sight gag that had me rolling. And I can't wait to see them compete. And the crowd is going to love them on Sunday. And hopefully they win the championship and have compelling tag teams to feud with in the months to come before they inevitably feud with each other. Because who knew this team was going to be such fire? And I adore both of them equally for different reasons. Pete Dunne because he's incredible in the ring. And Matt Riddle is because he doesn't give a shit about anything or anyone, but he delivers in the ring. And he has such locked in sense on his character that you can't dilute it, no matter how hard you try. You can't tell him not to be himself. It's impossible. So that's what I love so much about Matt Riddle because he just brings so much to the table because he's different. And that's something that we need in wrestling these days, not a carbon copy of other people, someone that cannot be duplicated on planet Earth. And Matt Riddle definitely fits the bill in that regard. And I need WWE Network to do a ride-along series with Pete Dunne and Matt Riddle. Seasons one through 25, make it happen. You got the money to do it. Spend it. Bianca Belair also had a good night when she defeated Santana Garrett with the KOD in quick, decisive fashion. I'm glad that NXT did that because the last thing you want to do three days before a takeover is to have a competitive back and forth match. No offense to Santana Garrett. She's very talented. Bianca needed a decisive dominant win and she ate that KOD beautifully. Credit to her. Rhea comes out after Bianca called her out because she keeps going on Raw challenging Charlotte Flair and just thinking that she's invisible heading into their takeover match for the NXT Women's Championship. And Rhea comes out saying, I'm not looking past you. I'm looking right at you. And then at takeover, I'm going to look through you and retain my championship and go on to maybe WrestleMania and face Charlotte Flair for the championship, my championship. And Bianca and Rhea got in a fight and Bianca laid her out with the KOD and credit to Rhea Ripley. She ate it and Bianca delivered it perfectly. That was the best KOD I've seen from Bianca Belair and I've seen her deliver that move a lot of times. That was the cleanest I've ever seen it. It looked devastating. It looked like it could finish people just like that with a snap of her finger or a crack of her ponytail. It was a great piece of business to forward their match. Another sleeper for match of the night. I'm excited for this takeover, but I have to point out possibly the most questionable segment on last night's show. And it was the opening segment, which was Roderick Strong coming out to confront Velveteen Dream for having his wife and his son on his tights, call me Marina on his ass with a picture of Marina and their son Troy on his pants. 
Rick Rude style, trying to threaten the family. And then Bronson Reed comes out saying, hey, don't worry about Dream. You got a match with me because you took me out last week when you was looking for Tomasa Ciampa, which is true. And it was kind of smart of NXT to play into what happened last week to have this match kick off the show. Now, I have to be honest, and I am not trying to be shady or mean, but Bronson Reed, I'm still getting to know him. I don't know him very well. He looks as if he has something, but he hasn't made that connection with the people just yet. And I realize that there is a ratings war going on with AEW and NXT. And when you're going head to head and you're competing for viewers, some might cross over and you want your first segment to be the money segment. You want it to be the hook that keeps you for the rest of the show. And I can't wait to see the quarter hours of how the show unfolded throughout the night. But I thought to myself, is this the match that is going to get people committed? That's going to keep people staying consistently? That's going to grow the number? We've seen it happen a couple of times surprisingly last year. This one, when I compare it to the other channel with the tag team title match of Kenny Omega and Hangman Page versus SCU for the AEW tag team titles in this match, that was quite the juxtaposition, and I don't know how well that worked out. They might surprise me, but I do need more from Bronson Reed. Big guy, yes, but there's plenty of big men doing incredible things, and we at least have three of them on NXT actively kicking ass on a consistent basis in the name of Keith Lee, Dominic Dijakovic, and Damian Priest. We have that demographic covered in terms of big men doing agile crazy shit. So Bronson Reed needs to find his lane and find out exactly where he fits by being unique. Right now it's kind of generic and I hate to say it, the outfit is generic. He's kind of one note as a character. I know he can deliver when need be. He's very agile and strong, but I need something dynamic and he's not giving me that right now. And when I see Roderick and him having a match and Roderick is incredible, there's like no doubt in my mind, the greatness of Roderick Strong one of the most underrated men in the business today. He is a technician, a back-breaking machine. That's what he does best. But in this setting here, it didn't work for me. And it, it just kind of like, so we're going to start the show with this. Eh, nah, I wasn't here for it. And it kind of dragged down my mood for the show, despite some good wrestling in between. And hopefully it's a lesson learned that you want to have a marquee segment that's going to hook me for the rest of the show and not having me dreading what's to come and say, hopefully things get better because there was better options than what we got last night with this opening segment. But it got better when Velveteen Dream appeared after the match was over to say, hey, Roddy, I forgot what you did to me. You try to take me out in my career, break my back. And one of these days, you might not be around. Your wife and your child will be lonely. And I'm sure someone will swoop in and take care of them. And Roddy went apoplectic. He was pissed off, angry, stormed backstage. He was pacing back and forth when Adam Cole was being interviewed by Kathy Kelly doing a backstage interview later on in the show, which will lead to Roderick Strong facing Velveteen Dream next week, one-on-one on NXT. This match was originally supposed to take place a couple of months ago with the NXT North America Championship on the line, but due to Velveteen Dream legitimately being injured with a bad back, he had to be written out of storylines for a time until now. So they get to have the match, sends title, but it should be very good nonetheless. And we have a couple of matches set for next week. We have Leo Rush and Jordan Devlin for the NXT Cruiserweight Championship and in a rematch Chelsea Green versus Caden Carter to relaunch the Robert Stone brand. I don't know what to make of this gimmick thus far. 
Um, when you lose, I can't take it seriously. And Chelsea Green is super talented. Her work in Impact Wrestling dictates that. But right now, her NXT character, I'm not vibing with it right now. And hopefully we get to see the best of Chelsea Green, that Laura Van Ness, Chelsea Green craziness on NXT in the very near future because she does have that X factor if they really get behind her and let her be herself, which is the most important thing of all in terms of getting over with the people on television and in full cell. So overall, this was a decent episode of NXT. Nothing to write home about. This is all about building anticipation for TakeOver. I'm psyched. This card is ridiculous. I want to run through it very quickly so you have an idea of what to expect when it airs on Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, not Saturday. Sunday, February 16th at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. Exclusively on the WWE Network, we have Rhea Ripley, the champion, versus Bianca Belair for the NXT Women's Championship. Finn Balor versus Johnny Gargano in a grudge match. The Undisputed Era, Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly versus the Bros Awaits, Matt Whittle and Pete Dunne for the NXT Tag Team Championship. Adam Cole and Tomasa Champa for the NXT Championship, Dakota Kai versus Tegan Knox in a street fight, and Keith Lee versus Dominic Dijakovic for the NXT North American Championship. This is going to be an incredible night of wrestling. NXT delivering a WrestleMania weekend caliber card. This is going to be a great night of professional wrestling. I can't wait. NXT this week. It weighed my appetite. Sunday is the main course. The entrees are coming in and I can't wait to consume it and love it as a fan. And come back here next Friday to detail all of the stuff in between, followed by the Fallout show on Wednesday. So it's going to be a busy week. Can't wait. This wraps up another edition of the NXT Nightcap, the unorthodox version. I kind of went all over the place because this was a go-home show. Nothing of note spoke to me with the exception of Pete Dunne and Matt Riddle because they are incredible. I love them. I adore them. I, I treasure them. They are gifts to this world. But I just wanted to give you a piecemeal version of what happened this past Wednesday night to get you ready for takeover on Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Don't forget it's not a Saturday. <laughs> Sunday. I'm going to drill it in your head. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. So get ready, relax, enjoy the show. It's going to be a great one. As always, you can follow me on social media at Lady Wrestling X. There you can find me tweeting about Raw and SmackDown every Monday and Friday night. And it's also the spot where you can find me advertising the podcast drop times after 6 a.m. Now, they automatically drop in your podcast fees, but I also like to offer a reminder during the afternoon hours in case you missed it. And as always, if you miss an episode, need to catch up on anything, you can find episodes on the Rest of Subtopia Network, on Apple Podcasts, Buzzsprout, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Plus, Amazon, Alexa, and Stitcher Radio. So subscribe, listen, download, all those things help me out tremendously to get word of mouth and to gain traction in the podcast world, specifically in the wrestling category. So every listen counts. Once again, thank you so much for listening. I'll be back Saturday morning at 6 a.m. recapping the highs and lows of Friday Night Smackdown on Fox. Until then, have a wonderful Friday, and I'll see you this weekend. See you later, boys and girls. Take care.